From the Financial Times in Doncaster in the north of England, I'm Andy Bounds and this is FT News. Rugby league might seem an unlikely sport to seek global expansion. It's played almost exclusively in the north of England, Australia, New Zealand and the south of France. Its fans are generally poorer than those who follow Rugby Union, its sister game, and in revenue terms, it's dwarfed by football. But a newly formed team in Canada, the Toronto Wolfpack, is seeking to change all that. Its founder, Eric Perez, has won a slot in the UK's third-tier league. I spoke to him shortly before one of their first matches in Doncaster and asked him what motivated the move. Why is because I love rugby league. I think Toronto is the perfect city to expand for a European league trying to get into North America. And I have a passion for the sport, I have a passion for achieving, and I have a passion for my city. So I think that that's the reason why I chose to do it. And how are things going so far? Have you got local support? Have you, you know, you've got a lot of corporate sponsors. Yeah, we do. Our biggest one is probably Air Transat, which is a Canadian company that's also very big in the uh, European market, especially to the United Kingdom and France, which is a coincidence because those are the two countries where this league operates before Canada. And we get tons of coverage all over the press. I mean, we've, we're probably the most talked about rugby league team in the world. So naturally, sponsors want to be a part of such an exciting project. Why do you believe that rugby league will take root in Canada? First of all, I want to say, uh, in light of Brexit, I think that it's a fantastic opportunity to lead the way and be a microcosm for what should be increased trade between the Anglosphere, really. Uh, United Kingdom with the other countries, including Canada, United States, Australia, amongst others. So we've actually seen a lot of UK companies, especially in Manchester, wanting to open up the Canadian market In light of Brexit, I think that there will be a deal, what I heard, with the United Kingdom and Canada the day after Brexit, I think the deal will be announced, so there will be special conditions already with that. And I think that that is the future, and that is why Brexit was a good thing, as a Canadian speaking. And why I think that it will work is because I think rugby league is the most exciting sport you could possibly get. Over in Canada, we don't have those prejudices that may exist over here where people just think that they're not from a certain area so they can't watch rugby league. No, rugby league is fast, it's got finesse, it's got pace, it's got hard-hitting, it's, it's tough. There's a little bit of fighting in there, which we Canadians do like. And our ownership group is committed to making it happen. I think the people of Toronto have shown their commitment. We've already sold out the first game, and so I think it should be a success. There's a lot of competition in sports, though, aren't there? I mean, football's trying to penetrate Canada... American football has long been there. Baseball has long been there. Why do you think rugby league can succeed? Well, Toronto is an underserved sports market. So even though we have an NHL team, NBA team, Major League Baseball team, Major League Soccer team, Canadian football team, and we have a pretty big lacrosse team, actually we only have six teams in a metropolitan area of six million people. So that is an underserved sports market. I mean, you go to London alone, there's 20 professional football clubs. So yeah, I think it's an underserved market, and I think... The fact that it's the first transatlantic team gives it that excitement to rise above the others. What are the logistical challenges of running a transatlantic sports team? For example, you're going to play four away games in a row, four home games after that. Does it feel a bit strange for the players? We haven't played any home games yet as of this interview, so that remains to be seen. I think the biggest challenge is just the administration on both ends. Uh, You're essentially running two clubs. You're running a club over here and a club over there. But the good thing about it is there's enough commercial interest and enough interest on both sides to warrant that. It's not like one side is sitting idle. No, everyone is super busy on both sides trying to make this project happen because this project needs to happen for Rugby League. Obviously, you've had to assemble a team of multinational all-stars. Will there be Canadians in the team one day, do you think? 
Well, the captain of the Canadian national team is playing today. So, yeah, there are already Canadians, but uh, it comes with a generation. I think a generation from now, I think you'll see Canada as a major force in rugby league. And this is the catalyst for it. For the Wolfpack, participating in the third-tier league is a stepping stone to winning promotion to the Super League within a couple of years. The longer-term goal is to create a following for rugby league across Canada and the United States. The team, all professionals, thrashed the local, largely amateur opposition in Doncaster, winning by 82 points to six. I spoke to coach Paul Rowley after the match about his ambitions for the team. The potential in this in this adventure is uh, is unbelievable, and, and we want to fulfil that potential. So we're we're very driven, and uh, we, you know we want to ensure that we take it as far as it can go. How did you respond when somebody contacted you and said we'd like you to manage a team from Canada in, in, in English rugby league? Well, funnily enough, I've been in contact with Eric Perez for five years prior to it, so I've monitored it from a distance. Yeah, he just things fell into place, and I left one job, and this one they got the green light. So. It's bizarre, refreshing, and something different, and life's for living, so uh, why not? And, and how do you think you're going to manage the transition when you start playing home games? Ah, well, that's the excitement of it all. Nobody quite knows what's around any corner, and where we, as a coach generally, I'm well prepared, and I know what we're doing for every day for the next 12 months. This has been a case of uh, one week at a time, so we'll take it like that. It will be tough, no doubt. You know, Our first one is one week there, and then we're straight back for a game and then back again, so we'll be upside down and all over the place, no doubt, in, in terms of body clock, but they're just challenges, and we'll overcome them. And how significant do you think this is for the sport of rugby league? I think it's very significant, very important, and, you know, it's the markets that it opens, and rugby leagues have been the best-kept secret for so long now, 100 years and more so it's it's about time that something that's such great entertainment in a world now that thrives on entertainment business is, is put up there and put on the pedestal that it deserves so for that reason alone it's important what do you think really holds it back why hasn't it become a, a more national and international game than it than it is at the moment marketing we've gone to other parts of the country and told nobody about it so you know that's the whole point until the players get on tv and back page newspapers and then they'll become cool kids want to be cool and then you start a process and when they become familiar and the people in toronto recognize those players individually it's cool and hip and uh, kids want to be cool in it the wolfpack have created a reality tv show last tackle in which players who just missed out on a career in american football go through a boot camp to make it in rugby league, living together in a house Big Brother style. The show has just clinched a distribution deal in North America that will take it to 50 million homes. And Wolfpack matches are also screened on Premier Sports, a global subscription channel. After a long and distinguished British career in rugby league, Brian Noble has taken on the role of Director of Rugby for Toronto Wolfpack. I asked him what the significance of Toronto was for the sport. Well, being born and bred in the game, and I've experienced all forms of rugby throughout my career, my lucky career, reasonably successful career. I think Toronto is its a bit steep to call it a lifeblood for the game, but I think we need a new audience for rugby league. And I think lots of people have challenged North America to find a new sport. We're doing the self-same thing. We're hopeful that the Torontonians initially will take the game on board, but we hope for bigger and better things down the track that other cities will be interested in maybe having a licence to play rugby league or and developing the game over there in, in North America. Uh, the new audience is certainly a driver for me. Building something from scratch with the other people that are involved uh, is clearly an adventure and an element of pioneership going on there. But 
you know, and the finances and all of the things that go into a successful business are, are there for all to see, to be examined. I mean, why, why will this be the one that, that really makes a difference here? Well, we're hopeful that this one will. There's, there's no guarantees with the ticket, but we have a, an ambitious and, and a, an ownership group that is both is very, very successful in their own rising business. They seem to think we're on the right lines. They seem to think there's an audience in Toronto that will watch successful sport, and who knows that we want that to spill over into other North American cities, so... That's the plan, that's the vision from everybody. This is clearly being documented in, in the other side of the arm of our... It's been the last tackle programme that we're hopefully going to be seeing around the world and how, how something's born and some of the life stories in there are well worth watching. So the, it's well thought out. It's on the back of a dream of, of Eric Perez. You know, Everybody's bought into the dream. Are there been hurdles? Of course there are hurdles. There are hurdles with everything, but... I think it's worth persevering with, and everybody else is. There's a, there's a huge passion around the club already, which is it's not unusual in rugby league because it evokes passion and evokes collisions, and it's a exciting. I think it's tailor made for the North American market. That's why I think it will be successful there. I think it will enthuse rugby league supporters and fans throughout the UK as well, as well as other places, as well as in France. And obviously a lot of it is about the atmosphere in the ground. I mean, when you've got a team that's flying halfway across the road to play a game, I guess they're not going to have a lot of away fans. I mean, how are you going to tackle that issue? Well, we're told that Torontonians will watch a successful team. We're confident that our first game will be, if not a sellout, near to a sellout. It's our job to keep our home fans to create an event, if you like. I'm confident that as time goes by, more and more people will go to Toronto. It's not as far as people think. It's a six-hour flight. I know that my family go on holiday to down the south of France to watch a game of rugby as well as go on holiday. And I think Toronto is such a fantastic city that we'll get some spillover there. And with time, people will say, well, we'll be playing in Toronto this week. And fans that can afford to do that will probably make an event of the week. You know, go see Niagara Falls. It's only 45 minutes drive away. Go see some of the things in North America that we're seeing, and in Canada particularly, in Toronto, it's a fabulous city. So I'm hopeful, that, and we're all hopeful, that that, that will happen, and um, why shouldn't it? But not everyone is enthused. Barry Brown, a Doncaster supporter, told me he won't be travelling to Toronto for away games. What do you yeah. think of a Canadian team playing in rugby league? Um, I think a lot of people are quite happy of it, but uh, me personally, no, I'm not. I don't think they should be playing in our league. Um, I think it takes away kind of our automatic promotion because of the players they've got. When there's clubs in our heartland that are struggling financially and yet we fetch a team in from the you know, other side of the world, I just can't, I can't wait up. I can understand why they're trying to promote it, but let's promote it and let's safeguard clubs in our country that are already in the league, not the ones that's coming into it. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.